0: do Skullcrack, Ireland's first and foremost Magic Gathering podcast. I'm your host, David Wolfe, and I'm joined here by Kieran and Alan. And each and every week, we bring you all the latest magic news, as well as our tournament report, and of course, our deck of the week.
1: Hey lads, what's the story? I'm just obsessed with dinosaurs, pirates, merfolk, and uh, the other one that there's no point even saying. Merfolk again. <laughs>
2: Yeah, more fucked. And vampires. Wait, vampires. sorry, it's
1: dinosaurs that I, you shouldn't bother saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they're yeah. crap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Continue to be a dud. Yes. Yeah, yeah uh, I did. Uh You it. know,
1: yeah, I'm good. I've just uh, lost my mind because I've been jamming rivals of Vixlan mm-hmm. non-stop for about that's a week. That's hilarious.
0: Class. Yeah. Is yeah. it class? It's a lot better than Triple Xlan. Good. That's good. Yeah, good. So <laughs> that's better. I've also been playing a lot. Um, but I was going through my cards just there, and I found... My ramen runes still in my standard box. Well. Wow. And god it just really hit me. Those cards are still banned.
2: That's so Yeah, yeah they're banned. Yeah. Every so often. It's like I feel like if you're if you're talking to a new player, you can just you can just show them you know, the old affinity artifact of of lands and describe, you know, here's how they're broken, you know, yeah. they make these really powerful creatures with affinity very quickly not all standard. But I feel mm-hmm. like I'm gonna struggle. I think we're all gonna struggle so much to be able to articulate why Tunity Ether was so <laughs> <Yeah>. powerful because <laughs> on the surface, in a vacuum, it looks like such a low-powered card. Yeah, I'm like, oh, two I mean energy. so do lands. Well, I think that once you describe, you know, you know basically, let's say tap twice for two mana for an Infinity card.
0: Yeah, we're like infinity. five years from now, we're gonna have burn spells that are like one in a red, <laughs> do one to a creature. Descri yeah, one and that's gonna card. be the, the best burn spell in standard, yeah, discard the yeah, yeah. card. Yeah. They're, they're, gonna, they're gonna have open fire as an invitation. And then yeah. remove this card from your deck afterwards you can't play it for the rest of the tournament. Yeah, yeah. That's what's the, that's gonna be the, the the marquee burn spell in standard yeah. five years from now. So when they look at harness lightning, they're gonna go Oh my god, that's insane! Yeah, it can do three damage, and you're gonna go. Well, if you attune with these on turn one, <laughs> it can do five damage. Now you'll definitely get your hand dropped. Yeah, <laughs> and it can be red as well, so you can be sure that you're gonna have to cast it And they're gonna uh-huh. be like,
2: <gasps> exactly. It's uh, funny though, gather get around
1: children. I think a lot of like banned standard cards aren't wouldn't it be immediately obvious to like new players how busted they are. Like no, yeah, like, I mean, something like
0: Glimpse of Nature. I think well, that wasn't banned in standard, was it? Or I don't know I don't know maybe it was, it was banned, banned in, starting in modern it was banned yeah starting in modern I think or was it actually what? I, I think so I don't know anyway whatever anyway that's not a card that you look at and go oh that's definitely a bannable card yeah yeah but like it totally is it's insane yeah it's absolutely, yeah. absolutely insane. <laughs> yeah.
1: or like I don't know even like Jace the Mind Sculptor right like yeah sure like that's just a good planeswalker like. yeah and like people don't understand when they look at it they're like Okay, sure, like, yeah, looking at the top of the deck, that doesn't seem that good. Like, mm, sure, yeah. okay, you get to draw an extra card every turn, that doesn't seem that yeah. good. Mm-hmm. It's it's Bouncy creature, yeah, okay, that's alright. It's it like all the abilities just look okay, yeah. yeah. but actually...
0: And they all are just okay, but all together... I mean, Brainstorm is insane. Yeah, okay, Brainstorm, brainstorm is, is insane. Right. Yeah, Brainstorm is insane,
1: <laughs> yeah. but, uh, yeah, it's just the fact that in any situation you're in in the game, he just wins you the game, basically, mm-hmm. when you play him for 4 mm-hmm. mana. But, like, you can't get that without playing with the card, basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. Whereas, so like, yeah. I don't know, skull clamp I guess, is pretty obviously busted. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't think wrong it wrong. is actually because no. that'll be one that you look at and go minus toughness I know yeah that's oh, true my that's creature's true. gonna die yeah. but then you draw two cards <laughs> Memory Jar pretty yeah. busted
1: obviously I would say that's uh, kind of hard to describe I think it's it is like, hard yeah. when, when it well, is right yeah. describe yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Like, yeah all these
2: cards are, are kind of just tough I
0: guess
2: yeah like, Aetherworks yeah. like, Marvel that's a disgrace yeah that
0: one that one looks fairly busted like
2: Emrakul is pretty
1: obviously yeah you'd be like what? That might be the most obvious one to yeah. to try to explain to someone who doesn't really
0: mm. play magic. Yeah, but that wasn't banned in standard. Emerald, it was. Yeah, yeah, it it was. was it? Emerald, yeah. the promised land? No, no, no. Sorry, so, sorry, I was thinking. Oh, the okay. Oh, yeah. oh no, 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 oh, yeah. I no, forgot okay. that Emerald <laughs> the promised land is banned in standard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. there's yeah. so many, yeah. so many
2: banned yeah. cards. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, well, that's not bad anymore. No. Well, I, I mean... You can't could. play it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not included in the format. Anyway, um so th- this week we are going to talk a little bit about the Magic Arena economy. So there was a there was a stream of Magic Arena and Wizards kind of detailed uh, a little bit the Magic Arena economy. And then we'll talk about our impressions of Limited because, as you said, Kieran, we you you've mm. been jamming it constantly and I played it a good bit as well. Um, Alan... I, I have not played that at all. Not so much. You've played that previously. Yeah, we've, I've yeah. been playing mainly New Standard, which is um, sure. still all over the place. Yeah, so we'll yeah we'll probably give that some time to sure. to cement itself before we start talking about it that much. But we do have our deck of the week, which is uh-huh. a New Standard deck. And, uh, it's we'll stupid. We'll have great fun talking about that. So, um, the Magic Arena Economy. So, this was a stream uh, that went up, I think it was last week or a few days ago anyway. Um, and... In it, the developers played it a little bit, and they explained what the economy is going to be. This is at least the kind of the interim version of the economy going into the beta that they're going to be testing out and from what they say, it kind of seemed it gives the impression that they can they could just throw it away like if they mm. if they get a lot of good feedback that mm. it's it's terrible um so basically give feedback if you're in the beta yeah <laughs> um, <clears throat> um does anybody? Want to will I will I kind of run down basics sure yeah yeah okay, so uh, the way it's going to work is that you're going to have different types of packs there's going to be drafting, which is going to have 14 card packs like mm-hmm. kind of as, as normal yep. uh, with land removed um and you'll be able to draft that way and it's keep what you draft mm-hmm. um no word on whether it's like asynchronous drafting or not I think like eternal i or whether it's going to be like literally you need eight people here's a pod.
1: I don't know. I feel like they, because of the fact that you have to go backwards for the second pack, you need to do it live. Sure. Right? Yeah. Um. It can, you change that, could they not?
2: Yeah, it wouldn't be drafting, though.
1: No, it wouldn't no. be
0: drafting, yeah.
1: So, but I mean, you know what, playing in a league on Magic Online isn't yeah, exactly drafting be. either, so... They are willing to make changes to kind of make, make things more comfortable experience online. I, I would think it's live. I mean, at least when the game comes out, it's going to be insanely popular. I think it's yeah, not good we, a problem. We, we, a Magic online, you play you play a draft, you get a draft in you know 30 seconds. Yeah, you so, don't wait
0: for very long. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's draft packs. We don't again, we don't know the mechanics exactly of how draft is going to work, if it's going to be exactly the same or a bit different. Then there's also going to be booster packs. Mm. So they're different from draft yes. packs, and they have eight cards in them five commons, two uncommons, one rare. What do you think about that? Um, it
2: makes sense. Cause I yeah, I mean, it theory. depends on the price, right? Yeah. yeah. Which we don't know. We don't know. and it's, uh, I was I kind of going to go for Most of the discussion is so is hard to, to give an opinion on what i the price or known the yeah. to them with the energy packs. So I think it makes sense mean, that... At the very least, if they're smaller than
0: paper packs, they have to cost less than paper packs. So would, yeah. would you agree with that? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I think so. I suppose I mean, I suppose it's fair. Let's say if they cost €3 Euro instead of €4, Euro, and it's like when you're buying a pack... So, you know, your, your decision to buy if you're, if you're just open up for value like you're not going to care about whatever it is a six or a, the five commons and one uncommon you're missing when 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 you're buying if you're just buying apart from and if you're buying a fact that's opening all you care about is actual rare or
1: well true, because yeah, of so. the vault system though you actually would like to get more than play sets of commons I
0: suppose yeah that's, that's yeah. Pretty true pretty yeah. Pretty now, um, which we'll talk about yeah so forward. Yeah, moving on then to from the different type of packs, there's also different kinds of currency, so this is basically exactly the same as any other free to play game. Mm-hmm. It has gold and it has gems. So yep. gems, as far as I'm aware, just let me double check, yeah, they're the ones that can be purchased for real money. And again, we don't know the pricing on them, and presumably gems can be turned into whatever cards you want at whatever time. I don't think so. Or they can be used to buy booster packs. Yes. At least that, I, I don't know. think
1: yeah. you can turn them into I don't think you can craft can you cards man? with them. No.
0: Okay, no. well well, let me just move on to, to what the other kind of items are. Okay. So, uh, gold, like in other free-to-play games, you earn from doing the free-to-play stuff, winning mm-hmm. games, completing mm-hmm. quests, blah, 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 blah. Um, and you also get a card for each win, I believe. So far, that's what they're saying, yeah. Card card per win, up to 30 wins or something like that, which yeah. is generous enough, mm-hmm. I think. And it could be a card of any rarity, obviously, mm-hmm. probably yeah. weighted. Um. And then the real kind of uh, unique thing about this system is the wild cards and the vault, which mm-hmm. are they're, they're somewhat linked, I guess. Um, the wild cards can be opened in booster packs and they replace a card of that rarity. Mm-hmm. So if you open a booster pack and you have four normal commons and then there's one wild card common, you now have a wild card common that goes into your collection of wild cards mm-hmm. and then you can go into the collection manager or whatever it is in Arena And you can go, oh, this is a common I want. Trade my one wildcard common for this specific common I want. And then the exact same happens for uncommon, rare, and mythic rare. Mm -hmm. So that's how the wildcards work. And then the vault is a thing which... It's like an invisible box. (laughs) (laughs) Is it invisible?
2: Yes. You can't see it on the screen? You can't see it. I'm interested.
0: Yeah, it's an invisible box. And... You earn <laughs> you stuff the box essence uh by completing playsets or more. More than a play set. More than a play yeah. set, sorry. The fifth card yeah. of uh of any card. So when you get your fifth of a common your fifth uh, uh copy of of a random common feckin' mm-hmm. Legion conquistador, uh that card essentially is like if we're using Hearthstone terms it's auto-dusted yeah. Yeah. and put into the vault and the vault slowly builds up and after a while you can open the vault and it gives you a big cache of wild cards they're saying basically is, mm. is what you're getting from it mostly now.
1: Yeah, I presume they'll add different stuff that you can get probably packs or they might add like promos yeah. and gold stuff like that. Yeah, or- it won't be gems. I have a feeling gems will be like a one way thing. They'll stay yeah, only yeah. as
0: like you buy gems with money and that's yeah. it. Yeah, that makes sense. yeah. So they'll probably give you maybe give you gold. And that's the, the vault is something that they can they can rotate the rewards on as well. They can say, oh, this month you get this out of uh, the vault. Yeah. Same,
1: same as sort of treasure chests if treasure they want to. Basically. Yeah. 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 Um, and it seems like those are the only ways to quote unquote craft cards.
0: Yeah, so they did say that as of now there is no trading either. Yeah. So you can't just go on log on with a new account and directly buy the card that you want.
1: Yeah, I don't think there will be either. Yeah. Um, I think it would just so obviously make them a lot less money to put trading in the game. Sure. So they just won't yeah. do it. Yeah. And there's no need to. They see how, su- how successful the, like Hearthstone is. Yeah. Without yeah. trading, so. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but like, are there not studies done of Hearthstone that that indicate that it's actually. Like if you want to stay competitive in Hearthstone, it's actually much more expensive than Magic.
1: Yeah.
2: Because yeah. you just
0: you, you just can't buy the cards that you want. You yeah. have to yeah. do those things.
2: And people do it. So yeah. this, that's what wizards are going to do as well. Yeah. Ugh. it was cool. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. It's cool, kind like, of like, like it's like it's like it's whenever a new expansion comes out in, in Hearthstone, it's like you have to if you want to stay competitive and have all the cards, you have to basically buy the equivalent of a booster boxer. Yeah. Uh, a large more, like. of, yeah, yeah, exactly like more a large number of, of packs and just sit there and open them all. And then, and then you end then up with, like, nine of something, yeah, and you just
0: exactly. da- dust down to whatever you, And then you you, you want to buy, like, the, the two legendaries, or you want to craft yeah. the two legendaries that you actually want. Hmm. And, like, then you don't have enough dust, so you just have to go and dust a load of cards that you actually, you bought, yeah. or you, air quotes, bought. But, like, now you have to dust them, and you don't know if in the future you'll need them again. That's it. They, they might get good in the future, you don't know. Mm. Yeah, so like there's a bit of a feel bad there, but the, the thing is, they, they made a statement, Wizard made a statement that they actually want people to complete their collections. And that, that, this is so strange, yeah. I and mean, so they, they don't want people deleting cards to get other cards, so they have to make it easier. They have to, like, it, it would be, basically be like Blizzard increasing the multiplier in terms of what dust you get hmm. from dusting a card. So in Hearthstone, it's like you get a quarter of what it takes to craft to yeah. a card when you dust it. Is that right? I think it's about that.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, I it's think five it's for it's, an uncommon. For a yeah, is it, it be... half for foils? No, sorry, it's still a quarter, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, for
0: for 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 foils, I think for it's, gold you get cards, more. for gold cards, you get more. You get more, but they're also oh, sorry, much more. quarter of quarter yeah, of gold sorry, cards. yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. But if you want to turn a gold card into a non,
1: yeah, you can trade of a it different,
0: of the same rarity. Yeah,
1: you can trade it one for one. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so, it seems to me that if, if that's their goal and they want people to keep up with it like that, they're going to have to be more generous on the rate at which you earn, effectively, dust, quote-unquote, mm. from the vault. Yeah. So, they're going to have to give you cards more often so that you complete play sets more often, which charges the vault more often, which gives you more wild cards.
1: I feel like this is like so in Hearthstone uh, new players find it very difficult to get into the game right because they want to play standard there are all these sets they have to buy packs from like a million different sets Yeah. um, because it's not very efficient to just Mm. buy all one set and then use dust to craft all legendaries Yeah. so you're basically screwed if you want to start playing Hearthstone and have like a 10k dust deck or whatever you you just can't really do it uh, I feel like this isn't going to be as bad, but it's still going to be quite punishing for new players because I feel like what's going to happen is grinders who grind the game a lot are going to complete the sets or whatever, right? Uh, then they're going to end up with a load of wild cards and they're just going to wait till the next set comes out and then use their wild cards to like, make their rares and mythics from mm. the next set as soon as it comes out. Presuming well, it's not set-specific wild cards, which would it, also be terrible. Because it then, might be that. Yeah, in which case then you just get no value after you complete your collection of that set.
0: Well, you just trade them in for, for any random... Any random, like, card off that set, and that goes into the vault then. Yeah. So but even then, you just, like, leave your vault unopened until the new set comes out. Yeah, like, that. And then open it immediately oh, yeah. when, you, <coughs> yeah. when the new set comes out. So that seems, like, pretty... pretty awkward. They didn't say anything in the in the press release about wild cards being yeah. set-specific, so... Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I hope you yeah, uh, But even but, then, you're just, yeah, you're like you said, you're just going to hoard your wild cards. Yeah. Mm. And then you're going to just have them all...
1: but. Uh, I just feel like with this system, unless they're insanely generous with the wild cards and with the vault stuff, like, how long is it going to take to get a place out of, like, Heart of mm. in this yeah, game? Exactly. You know what I mean? You have to open... Like, you can't just open a mythic and then dust it for, like, a quarter of its value. You have to... Like, say you open a useless mythic. You open uh what's, like what's, like, a bad mythic in, like, Rivals? Um, Zakama. Zakama, yeah. You have to open five Zakamas before you can start turning them into
0: other cards. Yeah. Like... Mm -hmm.
1: that's so bad, isn't it?
0: So, well, that to me just says that they have to be really generous with it. Especially because in in Magic, the amount of cards that you need for
2: a playset is double what you need in Hearthstone. Exactly, Mm. yeah. So they're just going to have to be extremely generous with it, I think. Yeah, and and even furthermore on that point, you you could want four of a Mythic. Whereas like the equivalent of Mythic and Hearthstone is a legend, legend, legendary, which is only one, you only have, you yeah, you one, of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's yeah, like yeah. four times as many then. Times, for Hard here and then there are four times as many uh, of, of that rarity. Um, you need for a deck of magic. Deck. Yeah, so yeah, they're just gonna have to be extremely yeah, generous. Exactly, though, I me yeah. That's to make yeah.
1: work. Yeah. And in Hearthstone, I believe if you have a legendary and you keep opening packs, don't you like not get copies of that legendary anymore? Yeah, they, they did but, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. that was a pretty good change. Yeah, I
0: I believe they said something like that that there's some kind of there is some kind of pity timer. In, yeah, yeah, there would have in to be arena. pseudo-random um, yeah. distribution yeah, or whatever, like yeah. as, as you go along, if you keep not opening it, your chance of opening it increases more and more.
1: Yeah, I think in Hearthstone it's like 30 packs. Every yeah. 30 packs of a set, you're guaranteed a Legendary. Yeah, yeah. Which is still and then not great. And then a different one
0: than one you had before as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean it's yeah. certainly better than what it used to be, but... Yeah. You
1: know, you um, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see how it goes. Two golden huggers <laughs> I mean, like, they'll, like... The thing is, they'll do well to, like, make it pretty gener- generous at first, get people into the game. People don't want to be playing with janky decks, you know? So, but, like, people aren't going to play if they just have, like, their one copy of Hazorette that they opened and they can't get another. Yeah, yeah. But then it's, like, I think once they set the rates, that's going to be it for the game. So, yeah. like, they're not going to be able to then pull it down.
0: Yeah, like, it just it, it just doesn't make sense to me to have, like, day one, like, I log on and I just can't. Like, that's that's such an appeal of magic yeah. to me is that if you have... 100 quid or 200 quid or whatever, and you're like, Right, I want to get into this game, which is not that much, really. For like, there's a lot of board games that cost like 100 quid, mm. yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you want to play this game, and you're like, Right, I'm gonna put my 100 150 quid in, I'm gonna get tier one standard deck, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna start playing events. And at the highest level of competition, like, you just can't do that in Magic Arena, no, it seems mm. like, yeah, yeah, on day one, you just can't log in and go, Right, here's my deck, I'm ready to compete now. Yeah. You have to, like, grind crap for a while before you can... Yeah.
1: And you're going to have to play decks that, like, you don't think are fun, because you're just going to have, like, one rare... (laughs) <laughs> or like a couple of good rares, but like maybe they're not even the style of deck you want to play or whatever. But yeah. like if you want to grind those wins, you're
2: gonna, yeah, yeah. You're gonna just have to play your glory bringer, even yeah. if you want to play a control deck. Yeah, know? yeah. Well, so this might make sense with the uh, with the new I'll um, uh, do give them the event decks coming out the challenger kind of challenge decks or a yeah. challenge mm-hmm. decks. So it's like they, they Maybe, make, maybe on they're there. available. Yeah, on on, on even still. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to be like. Well, if they get them, they get it right, they that's be, that's their best guess of tier one decks, um, and
0: it's their best guess of slightly powered down tier one decks. Yeah. yeah. You like like a Merfolk, like Santa
2: Merfolk at the moment, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, and
1: I feel like those also, like judging by Hearthstone, right, the way they removed the the paid adventures, yeah, uh, mm. I feel like that's a good indication, probably from Blizzard, that like people like buying and opening random packs way more than they like buying the adventures and getting guaranteed cards, even if they're good cards. Oh, well, I love that. I sound. know. Really I know. Right? So do I. I, I thought, I thought it was bay, great. Like, yeah, and you could pick and choose what you wanted. You could grind up for it and just do like the wings that you mm. wanted or whatever. Uh, you know, if you're serious about it, you'd probably just buy, buy it straight off or whatever, like, but, uh, yeah, I feel like Blizzard, the only reason they would have removed those from the game, right, is because they make more money from people buying packs. That's got to be the only reason there, you know?
0: Well, that and it's expensive and time, consuming to develop the...
1: But they still develop, like, smaller free ones. That's true, yeah. As, like, content for the new set. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, it's time consuming to to design and develop a set, so you're gonna like sell it in the way that makes you the most money. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I feel like it's gonna be the kind of same thing for challenger decks or whatever. And also people aren't gonna want like say there's like one copy of, you know, a certain mythic mm-hmm. in the set, people aren't gonna yeah. wanna buy it four yeah. times over. Mm-hmm. That's what people have to do in fantasy flight games, like living card games, where like yeah. you know, you play Android Netrunner and uh, you know, you buy the core set but it only has one copy of this busted card, you have to buy three core sets to get your play set. Yeah. That yeah. Or you can go online and get copies of the card get, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Possibly. But you're yeah. playing Narrowner, so you probably just buy the core <laughs> sets and like, desperately give them to friends.
2: To try to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Play this game of me. Yeah. Please. It's a cool game, actually.
0: Yeah. Online, but yeah. So that's that's kind of all we know so far about yeah. the, the MTG Arena thing. Um.
2: Yeah, so I, I think we haven't known the drop rate of wild cards within uh, booster packs, and, and the rate they were giving booster packs in the first place. Uh, it, it's very hard to determine kind of how much this will, this will work or if it will work or how good it will be or how close we can just be how close would it be to being able to just get whatever they want to play yeah um, and then how much I suppose, yeah, like, like I said earlier how much, how much front grinding do you do before we can play mm. I mean, energy just, just looking at
0: this article that they have here um, like there's some some phrases and sentences that are in bold and like bullet pointed and stuff like that so like they have here Players need a variety of cards to have the most fun, so reward them with as many as possible. That's good. All yes. Right. Cards on wins. We talked about that. Yes. Up to 30. 30th win each day. That's a lot of grinding. Right. Um, I assume that these are one game matches.
1: Yeah, they are. They've said they haven't really thought about like seriously putting in sideboards and stuff into ranked and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be one game. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Boosters per week. So you can earn a certain amount of boosters per week. They're saying mm-hmm. about three or four. Um, keep the cards from draft we mentioned that and no dust and then it says "Um, our third principle is make sure players can get the specific cards they want so like if they're taking that as a core principle crazy. then they have to yeah. Yeah. be generous with it yeah. if they're not saying like you can literally go and buy this card day one then they're gonna have to be generous unless they like I don't know when you like if you sign up they give you like here's a load of cards enjoy yeah I like think... The current set. I don't know. So I think the packs are going to be like a dollar, right? Is that how much they are in Hearthstone? Like well, Euro? how much... What percentage-wise, how how much smaller are they than real packs? Uh, it doesn't really matter, does it? Does it? Yeah,
1: does good. it really make a difference?
0: I mean, they're... They're, they're, they're seven, it, half. Six. It's... They're two-thirds the size of real packs?
1: Eight,
0: eight
2: rather than 14. Third, yeah, it's... So we're missing... We're thinking out what, like, four airs, one... Let's we'll start with four... Commons, would on uncommon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's whatever, whatever value you want on that. Yeah. It's a little, yeah. Yeah, a little more than a third. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I mean, yeah. maybe, I, think that, yeah.
1: I think they'll be super cheap. That's the <clears throat> thing. And I think that's, yeah. that's part of their resolution of their yeah. goal of how it's gonna, they're going to yeah. make it easy to get yeah. certain
2: cards. Packs are going to be cheap, but you're still yeah. going to have to buy yeah. loads of packs. Right. Actually, yeah. yeah and, and I suppose, fact, and I, I think it's, oh, people would say it's absurd the way that booster, like, you know, a 15-card booster pack on Magic Online costs the same as it does paper. Yeah. Mm. Uh, where I, I think they're, well, we you know now because this is a different kind of booster pack. No, it doesn't need to be tied to paper value at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like like you're saying, it could be complete It could be entirely different. It could be ninety nine cent. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to that, That's it. maybe
0: not the case if they put. If they put codes in packs, right? Yeah, if I really hope codes they, in packs, it'll, that, it'll be more ties, expensive then. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love if they did that because then, because then, like, you can sell the codes and stuff like that. Yeah it'd be really good for, for like stores it would like.
1: make stores like stocking paper singles so much more profitable they yeah get like 36 yeah. codes out of every box yeah as that's well.
0: true yeah because then they'd be happy to open packs and then just sell the codes yeah obviously that's probably not endorsed by Wizards but I'm sure they It'd happen anyway I mean selling singles is also <laughs> not endorsed by Wizards yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah, I I hope they do that. And they like, dance around it a lot in this article. I can imagine I, that, yeah. Players like to trade to get the cards that they want. <laughs> trade yeah. for money, money they earn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, so hopefully more information forthcoming. And uh, once once it moves into closed beta, no, closed, closed beta you can talk it's, about it, 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 is, right? it is in closed beta. Oh, it is in closed beta. beta. Yeah, yeah. A, so once can, it moves into open beta. Then you can talk about it. Presumably, yeah. Yeah, because there's an NDA right now, so. Yeah. 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 Um, okay so that's that let's talk about uh, Limited let's talk about Rivals Ixlan yes. Limited so there was draft weekend last weekend we all got loads of Brass's Bounty yes uh, yeah. <laughs> promo cards <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. how dare uh, they how
1: dare they make that the promo <laughs> I know I know
0: it's terrible uh, I would prefer like a Polyraptor or something it's not like that cards expensive no and um, it's a mythic though they don't yeah, give that away monster Um so Brass's Bounty <laughs> <laughs> I, I jammed a few IRL drafts. Kieran, you did one or two as well, and you've done a lot on Magic Online. Yeah, I've done three IRL drafts yeah. and a crap
1: load of online drafts. I've drafted <laughs> like 10 times online maybe and yes. done four or five sealed.
0: Cool. So, All right. so the kind of the impetus behind that is that you're going to GP London this weekend. Yep. Your first GP. It is, yeah. So nice. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it is limited, so... Yeah, so basically... I've been jamming the set a ton.
1: Uh, all my sealed practice has been online. I haven't gone positive in a single sealed. Right. Uh, literally just can't win Jesus. a sealed to save my life, apparently. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, none of my pools have been insane, to be honest, but like, I should be at least going through it. Well, you yeah, had that, that one pool. That was crazy. That wasn't actually good, though, because I didn't understand the format. I had Galta, and I thought, like, I can't lose, but that's actually just like gets pacified and you lose the game. Yeah, Galta's <laughs> still good, well. I think, though. That... Yeah, it's still fine, but, like... And I had Zakama, which was, like... It's not a real card either. Very right, medium, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Sealed has been going terribly, but you can still maybe listen to my advice because i am doing quite well at drafts. Yes, um, cool. It doesn't really help me for the GP. Basically, at this point, I'm just hoping to open like a Tetsamok and a Foil Tetsamok yeah. and then barely make a day two <laughs> is, is my plan. Like, I think I've been doing so badly, even if I have an insane pool, I'm yeah. like, my confidence is not great, but like, I have to just think because cause drafts have been going so well. But I think a lot of that is, I've gotten a lot of them in. I know the underrated cards a lot better than most people in draft, uh, which hopefully will be helpful for people listening to this because not that many people play sealed often, but people mm-hmm. draft a lot. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I hope I've just been getting unlucky in sealed.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. possible. And as well, I suppose it's like, maybe the day one the day one field of a GP will probably be a lot softer than it will be online. It's true. Yeah, like it's
1: been really tough online. Honestly, mm-hmm. people play so well. Because um, there is limited at the Pro Tour coming up as well. Mm-hmm, and there's yeah. no standard. Um, but there's modern. So I don't know how that affects sort of how the pros are playing Magic Online. But I'd imagine there's probably
0: There's probably more a lot of, limited, a lot of limited going on. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. modern is the type of thing that you don't need to play leagues, I think, to test modern. No, I don't think yeah. so. Because <laughs> the, the decks are so solidified yeah. that unless you're testing something mad and new which yeah. they may be I don't know yeah. but even then you just you know the stock affinity list you know the stock Rixas Dechata list you can just get your mate who's been playing it for three years yeah, to play exactly. it against you do you know what I mean yeah. so I don't think uh, <clears throat> that that there's that much concern for playing modern in leagues,
1: no, and I think if pe- I think pros were doing it, but probably before the release of this set, probably you know, yeah, yeah, they've yeah. had a lot of time yeah.
0: to prepare. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm not I'm like it sounds like I'm saying like I've every single match I've lost has been against a pro. So <laughs> right. no, it's like whatever. But the players have been very
0: good in general in the yeah. sealed leagues online, yeah. and the quality of player in Magic Online in general is high. You know what I mean? Yeah, a like lot of a, people say it's like day two GP. That's yeah, yeah people yeah. say that
1: about the eight fours, yeah. the the single elimination draft, competitive uh-huh. drafts. They say that's about day two of a GP signed, yeah. 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 Um, and like, yeah, competitive constructed leagues. You know, the the probably the average isn't that high, but yeah. pretty good players too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've been actually really enjoying the set and draft. Not so much in sealed for some reason, mm-hmm. but uh, it feels to me. I guess let's start just with the colors. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like. Just ranking them, I feel like blue is the best color, followed by red, uh, but they're quite close. Then I feel like it's white, uh, kind of on the next tier, uh, black slightly behind that, and then I feel like green is the worst color, but I feel like all the colors are reasonably well balanced. Um, There's no color that's absolutely awful. I'm kind of trying to avoid green uh, lately because I just feel like it's very bad at dealing with the evasive two drops in the format. Mm -hmm. It just has the worst answers to them. Like, it doesn't have, like, a two-mana removal spell you can get them with. Its creatures aren't really well-equipped to, like, to block them... There's no Reach creatures apart from Zakama. It's literally it's the only Reach obvious. creature in the Rivals of Ixalan. It's a, mm-hmm. a mythic three-colored dinosaur. <laughs> so you're you're really uh,
0: putting a lot of stock in your grazing whiptails from that Ixalan pack. Exactly. Yeah, I first picked a grazing whiptail from that I had to,
1: and it was yeah. You got to block those kites sail corsairs. Yeah, exactly. I was a superstar, and that's still a four drop. You know, it's yeah, not good. Yeah. Like, there's like like I would kill for a giant spider in
0: Rivals of Ixalan. You know, it would yeah. be, It would be a pretty decent pick. It would be, you, you just can't. Um, you just can't block. yeah <laughs> No, you can't. Once again, you cannot block. Um, all all the two drops have evasion of some form. Yeah. The the only two drop that doesn't have like literal evasion is uh the dinosaur hunter, which yep. is still basically can't be blocked Kinda by dinosaurs. Evasion, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it can be, but like you'll be trading up for like a yeah, three drop. Usually. Yeah. So it's kind of fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I feel like blue is the best color. Um, the commons are just insane. I think Kitesail corsair. Is probably the second best common in the <coughs> set, or could possibly be the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's in competition with Moment of Craving. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's actually very close between the two. Mm-hmm. Like at this point, I might just pick Kitesail Corsair, first first pick first pack over Moment of Craving because just because I mean, you'd rather be in blue as because yeah. because
0: yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, so I think that's really strong. Like especially in uh in online, if you can maybe send the person on your left into black or something. Yeah then you're, you're fine with that. Yeah, you're totally fine. Because, like,
1: blue-black isn't really a combination that you want to end up not on really, that often. No. Um, it's kind of the ones I'm avoiding. Because,
0: like, last time it was, like, blue-black splash-whatever-you-want pirates yeah. was yeah. was a, was an archetype, but that's not really there anymore. The yeah. treasure theme isn't really that heavy in blue-black anymore. It's more of an ascend theme.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um, and then, I feel like blue is just so deep, it's, like, uh, like out of decent packs you'll get, like, you know, fourth or fifth pick Deadeye Rig haulers and stuff like that, the Mana War creature. Um, it it's just every time I go into blue, it just feels like I'm getting past good card after good card for like the entire first pack. If it's mm-hmm. like if it yeah. feels like decently open, whereas if I go into green, even if it's open, I'm still not really happy with the cards I'm getting mm-hmm. in the first pack. You know what I mean? But like you can easily like like people are people don't value water not that highly. You know people mm-hmm. aren't taking crashing tide very highly. Uh, like there's all these just great commons, you know.
0: There, there's really good um, bounce spells. Expel like from Oraskia Ar- and Crashing Tide are, are very, very good. Yeah, Expel isn't uncommon, but yeah, it's 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 very, yeah. very, very good. Yeah, and, um, and also Water Knot is a is an interesting card because it counts towards your own ascend. Yeah, it's two so, permanents uh, for
1: ascend. Yeah, yeah, it's it's actually very important, yeah. and yeah. Um, I don't know, I don't really care that much about Ascend when I'm playing blue usually, but it's always nice to have, like you can just end up, in blue-white it's very important. Blue-white, is yeah, good yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, and then I just feel like it's super deep. Red I feel like is just as deep. Uh, I would say I favorite slightly less because I don't like playing red-green. I think okay. it's probably the worst colour combination oh, in man, the set. I like red-green. You like red-green? I think white-green white, green is much worse than red-green. The white-green's pretty bad too, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, green white's
0: probably worse. Yeah. yeah, I still don't want to be green red though. I think uh, red probably has the third best common in the set. Bombard. It's probably third. Best. Yeah, Bombard is very good. And Goblin Trailblazer is also very good. Yeah,
1: it's it's really good. Like Trailblazer is great. Best. It just ha- it just has a bunch of good creatures and stuff. You know, they're mm-hmm. like it's just really solid. Uh, I guess if you're green, like if you're green red, we can talk about archetypes in a bit. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and. But yeah, I basically just don't want to be in a dinosaurs deck because the the creatures just end up more expensive, and that's just a way to die in this format. Mm-hmm. Um, undervalued cards, one, a big one from the draft weekend that we looked at was in white. I feel like this is the biggest surprise card to me, which Dave yeah. Murphy identified very quickly. This is definitely on him for pointing this card out, <laughs> yeah. which is Snowborn Sentry. Yeah, oh yeah, Ooh. it's a zero three for one mana, and when you have a sand, it gets plus three plus zero. I thought this card was like. <clears throat> like pretty unplayable I was like okay yeah. well, like I gotta like be in a control deck and like even then I'm like why will I care about a 3-3 by the yeah. time I get it or whatever if you play this in black white or black blue uh, you'll have like and you have a couple of them in your deck they will be three threes by turn 5 mm-hmm. like it's crazy how good yeah. they are and then you mm-hmm. put a squire's devotion on them and they're a 4-4 four, four.
0: which it's is often, like. often the biggest thing on the battlefield
1: easily yeah, yeah easily and even up to that point there are so many two drops and if you can block any of them you're doing really, really well.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, a lot of times you have to just double block anyway. Yeah, So yeah. an O3 body being one of the double blockers usually means that you're not going to lose too much to a combat trick. You'll, you'll trade with, like, whatever your other thing that you blocked with was, which is usually okay for you. Yeah. Wait, why would you double block, though, in that circumstance? Like, if they have a combat trick and you double block, or, like, maybe triple block or something like that. It, like, it's, it's good for getting... How does
1: an O3 help,
0: though? Because... A lot of things you literally have to double block.
1: Oh, because they have menace, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I get you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought you. I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah. understand that for yeah. a sec. Sorry. I'm, apparently, I've played the set a lot, but I've not <laughs> of menace. Everything has everything in this set has menace, menace, hexproof, unblockable, yeah. and flying. Yeah. That's that's what it feels like. That's what Path of Battle should say. It yeah. Should just be like <laughs> creatures you control that are really annoying. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> Don't take damage from this.
0: And um, just to contextualise about what you're saying about uh, Dave from the draft weekend, we we uh, for the draft weekend we uh, a lot of Irish players got together and we did like a draft camp um, where we just kind of drafted a lot, a lot over the weekend and then talked about the set. Yeah. And kind yeah. of did a bit of a ranking of of commons and uncommons in each color. Um, do
1: you want to go through what what people decided just maybe just not all of them but like the top yeah, common, for yeah. color common for each colour and best uncommon for each colour
0: yeah um, so for white uh, we thought that the best common was either one of we couldn't really decide Exalted Sky Marcher which is the 2-3 Flyer Vampire for one white white Squire's Devotion which is the Aura mm-hmm. Lightning Aura or Luminous Bonds which is the Pacifism I think it's the Sky uh, Marcher out of those three, personally. For me, it's Luminous Bonds, but mm-hmm. a lot of other people were arguing mm-hmm. Exalted Sky Marcher. And then the best uncommon we came to was uh, Baffling End. Yeah. Baffling End is very good. I think I'm a little more down on
1: it than most people,
0: but it's yeah. still better than most cards in, in any given pack. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, for blue, we came to Kitesail Corsair as the best common. Yep. And no argument there. Yep. And uh, <laughs> yep. for uncommon, we came to... This is another card that maybe is a bit of a a, a sleeper card. Curious Obsession, which is the blue uh, Curiosity, but it gives the creature one, plus one, so when they deal combat damage, they they draw a card. But uh, you have to, what is it, you have to sacrifice it if you don't attack? Yes. Uh, This card's
1: bananas. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) because there's so many evasive
0: creatures in the format that you just, you never don't get to attack.
1: Yeah, like, and after you get your first attack in, you kind
0: of you no don't longer care. care about Yeah, because yeah. you don't have to sacrifice the creature, you just sacrifice the enchantment, mm. yeah. so it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, black, we came to Moment of Craving as the best common and, well, best uncommon is self, obviously, yeah. self-explanatory. Yeah. Uh, red, Bombard, best common and best uncommon. Uh, this one, there was a bit of debate, we, we weren't sure whether it was Reckless Rage, mm-hmm. which is the one mana for like deal four damage to their creature and two damage to yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Needletooth Raptor, which is four mana
2: for a two-two Enrage, deal five damage to a creature. I, I feel like it's Needletooth yeah. Raptor, and it's not close. Yeah, yeah, because Raptor do it, it does it does affect support so get uh, in like it data stop attacking. Like.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like you don't really need. I mean, it's really nice to be in an enraged deck with yeah. this. Like, the, like this card is broken if you have Forerunner of the. Dinosaurs <laughs> of the herd—is that what it's called? Empire for en- the empire, empire, empire right? Yeah. Um, yeah. but it's just kind of it's it's not that bad on its own. You always get some value out of it, basically. Mm. If you if it gets moment of cravings, it feels bad, yeah. but you know whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, like the reckless rage, I feel like is a very good card, but I don't think it goes in every deck. And I just feel like you want to be super aggressive in this format, and you just can end up in board states where you don't want to cast this a lot of the Yeah, time. there's a lot of stuff
0: with low toughness where you're actually killing your own creature yeah. you when know, you cast it, especially in, in like, colour combinations like black-red or blue-red. So you really probably want to be in, like, green-red to make best use of Reckless Rage and, like, enable your enraged dinosaurs yeah. in red and green. So I think it's, it, it does go up more depending on the colour combination that you're in. It's Pre- it combos pretty
2: with, a with a Snowhorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. yeah. good with
0: Snowhorn, yeah. Um... Although white-red does not seem to be a deck that comes together in this format as much yeah. anymore as, as as it did in Ixlam.
1: The uncommon isn't
0: yeah, particularly not, exciting. It's fine, like yeah, it's uh, yeah, it, yeah. great. Um, One other card that was kind of a surprise in red was Tilnalli's Crown. Yes. So Tilnalli's Crown does quite a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's one in a red, and uh, it's an enchantment that you put on a creature, and the creature gets plus three, plus zero and trample. But it also does one damage to it, mm-hmm. to the creature that's enchanted. So, obviously... It makes your guys massive, and they can attack with Trample. Great. It also triggers Enrage, which can be very important on cards like, for example, Needle Tooth Raptor. Yeah, it's insane. Or um, Frill Spitter, which is the 3 mana 3-2 three Enrage, yep. deal 2 damage. Um, or it can also be used as a removal spell on your opponent's one Toughness Creatures, of which there are many, There's because they're th- all evasive 2-drops. Yeah. 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 So it's a multi-purpose card that worked out really well um in the set, so that's that's one definitely not to sleep on. yeah, I find like a lot of my red decks, every single one of my creatures feels like has one toughness yeah. so
1: yeah i i I mean I'll still take it decently highly, but I find like I actually cut that card quite a, quite a bit as well mm-hmm. for my decks mm-hmm. so just keep that in mind, as yeah, well. again, it yeah, does yeah. depend
0: on yeah. how, what kind of toughness yeah. you can put yeah. together. I think it's probably better in black red. Where a lot of the black creatures do have a high toughness, they're like, yeah, they have square stats. Um, and then in green, we came to best uh, common being Hunt the Weak. However, could be an argument for the Guilt Grove Stalker, the 2 1 that can't be blocked by creatures 2 or less. There also could be an argument for Jungleborn Pioneer, which is a 3 mana 2 2 Merfolk and it makes a 1 1 Merfolk. I think, be, so I think it might be. I think it might be Jungleborn
1: Pioneer. To yeah. be honest, I was like even at the start in the set, I was like not super high on Hunt the Week in green decks because mm. again, I'm playing these super aggro decks where a lot of the time on the board, Hunt the Week is just kind of two for one me. Yeah. Um, or it's just the thing. The only thing I can kill is like a vampire token or something, which isn't really helping me out all no. that much. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like this is a card where if you are able to play these like slightly more mid range dinosaur decks. A little more often, this card would be as excellent as it normally is. Mm -hmm. But I'm kind of down on this card. I'm still like, you know, there's still quite a few packs that I first picked this card out of. Mm -hmm. But I don't think you should expect it to perform like it normally would.
0: It's also important to note that there are a lot more instant speed, uh, like kill spells and and like tricks and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that can hurt this sorcery speed kill spell. So you have things like bombard moment of cravings uh, reaver ambush um, what else do we have uh, like even stuff like sea legs can mean that it's not yep, very effective really, yeah, yeah. Um, can save their creature or can shrink yours stuff like that um, and then the best uncommon that we came to for green was crested herd, herd collar which is a 5 mana 3-3 three, three, trample that makes it 3-3 three, three, trample
1: yeah really good uh, like you I think it's just good in any yeah. green deck like. it is it's very good it's, still, it's a 5 drop which kind of is like I don't know Mm. kind of
2: replaceable
1: but it, it is just a really good one it's like a little yeah. mini register alpha yeah I, I think also uh it's worth pointing out i don't think this card is better but the um what's it called the three three flash hexproof it gives a thing swift, hexproof. Warden. swift warden
0: yeah that card yeah. is insanely good yeah we had that i think uh second maybe also, we thought that Brontadon was very good, the 3 mana, 3, 4, That pay, you pay 1 to sack it and destroy an artifact or an enchantment.
1: Yeah, it is very good. I think I'd prefer to have, would I prefer to have the flash guy? I don't know, that's close.
0: Yeah, And then uh, in 4th place was Strength of the Pack, which is the 6 mana, give all your creatures, 2 1-1 one one counters.
1: That's been a trap for me, honestly.
0: Depends. I think if you're in, like, a go-wide Merfolk deck, it can actually be a great Curve Topper. But, it, um, yeah, I've put it in those decks and, like... I think in the Dino decks it can be a bit of a trap because you you end up with, like, maybe two creatures on the board at that point, so you're yeah. not actually getting them. But like it, it, yeah, it's good, like, to get two one counters, or four four in total, yeah. but for six mana it's quite a lot. Yeah. And it doesn't help you block, really.
1: This, um, is, this is not a six mana sorcery f- format, you know?
0: Not really, no. no. Um, like... <laughs> Well, I think it is
1: playable. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely playable. Like, I'm... I don't know. Like, I wouldn't see this as a signal, though, if I got past this. Not really, though. No. You know. Um, yeah, I think it's a bit of a trap. All my decks have 16 land or fewer in this format. Mm-hmm. I'm not really interested yeah. in casting six drops that, like, don't help me out when I'm behind. Yeah.
0: yeah. Another card that I think we talked about for a little while was the... Uh, Siren Reaver in blue so that, that, that was our kind of ranking of, mm-hmm. of, of different cards uh, commons and uncommons in each colour but just in terms of controversial cards so we talked about the Snowborn, talked about a few other things um, we talked about Siren Reaver which is the 4 mana yeah it's 4 mana yeah 3-2 three 3-2 two. Three three two two three three two flyer but it costs 1 less if you reveal pirate from your hand is that what it is? no uh, raid oh sorry yeah 1 mana less if you have raid yeah, yeah. that's what it is yeah and then, so that I think that is just very a very good card. It is really uh, good. Probably the second yeah. best blue uncommon.
1: Yep, yeah, for sure.
0: Um, and then another card that we talked a little bit about was the Sky Marcher, which we came to as second best mm. black uncommon. So this sorry, this is the one where you it's a two two flying lifelink creature. Yeah. And you have to reveal yeah. a vampire card from your hand, or it costs one more. Yeah, so so it usually costs four, normally. Yeah, it's it costs like, four yeah. normally, but if you reveal mm-hmm. a vampire, it costs three. It's like, yeah, so it's like an additional cost, uh,
2: yeah, it's an, an additional, additional cost. It's worded the same way as Silver Girl Adapt, right. yeah, yeah.
0: Its mana cost is three, yeah. Yeah. yeah, which I think is very, um, inelegant, but anyway, mm. yeah, that's <laughs> how they used it. They they designed the rest of this, there's a there's a cycle of these yeah, cards, yeah. and mm. they designed them to fit Silver Girl Adapt, which is an old card, so no, oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, another card that we thought was interesting, or like I thought it was bad, but then I was convinced that it's at least. Reasonable Is the uh, The Harpy The Mausoleum Harpy Which mm. is the 5 mana 3-3 flyer No real No relevant tribe um And it has Ascend And when You have City's Blessing If one of your Creatures dies It gets a 1-1 counter on it So yeah. I thought That it was fairly anemic Because the upfront cost Is not that great yeah. um But As a side effect Of something About the format That we didn't Fully expect it actually is a bit better than, than it looks on the, on the face of it. So one thing that we discovered about the format is that Ascend, and I think everybody's discovered this at this yeah. point, Ascend is just a lot easier to get than you would have thought, thought yeah. looking at the set.
1: It happens in any game that isn't decided in the first few
0: turns, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, it basically means that when you're looking at the set before it comes out, You look at these Ascend cards and you go, right, I'm going to evaluate them 99% on the first bit of the card. Yeah. Hmm. The bit that's not relevant or that that doesn't have City's Blessing. Mm -hmm. But I think it's much closer now to... I'm not going to give a percentage, but... (laughs) (laughs) More of the time, you're including the the City's Blessing in your evaluation of the card, I think. It's not... On a
1: five drop, especially. Yeah, like like
0: especially expensive cards. Yeah, it's not unreasonable to expect to get that bonus Hmm. in a game. A normal, reasonable game that goes on for a number of turns. Even though the format's aggressive, it's not as aggressive as Ixalan, I think. No, if the game's like, it is really aggressive, but if the game lasts long enough for
1: you to cast a five drop, then there's usually a board stall. Yeah. And they then just can't really do anything about this card like com- like every combat situation
0: just becomes awful for them at this point yeah. basically like, like d- despite the fact that the format is aggressive and the two drops and three drops are such high quality the removal spells in the format like moment of craving helps the format a lot things like Reaver Ambush which is just a reprint of Vanquish the Week uh, mm. uh, things like Impale like four mana spell yeah. kill anything things like Luminous Bonds these really help the format to be a bit slower they let the control decks have a bit more control I say control decks, they tap out every turn. Uh they like they still have loads of two mana creatures, four mana creatures. Um but the more controlling decks can, can make it now, I think. Yeah. Um and then I suppose the other thing that we found out about the format, and again this is something that I think most people know, is that it's quite bomb heavy. It's probably the bombiest format I've played. Since I started playing Magic again, uh, were you playing during Fate Reforged? No, that was the most insane bomb format. Right, right, right okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, But yes, this, yeah, it's it's a it's probably the bombiest one since then. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: insane. Like all everywhere in the set is unbeatable. Yeah. you know, it's like <laughs> it's just crazy. We were thinking about
0: best cards in the set to start off a draft, and obviously your mind goes to Tetsumok first, but uh, actually. We're thinking that's probably the Immortal Sun because yeah, it's yeah. it's a it's six mana code, card, yeah. but it's reasonable to expect to cast a six mana card in this set yeah. or in this draft format, even though it's um even though it's fast, but it's colorless. That's absurd. Yeah. Is the is the is the thing, and I think any game where you're not about to lose when you cast the card, you have a really high chance of winning if you untap because mm. you're getting to draw two cards and all your cards are a mana cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All your creatures are massive yeah. 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 So and the, obviously the Planeswalker text is irrelevant.
2: You kinda of like Ugin.
0: The fact that it's cool to to you untap here. And it's an unbelievable, yeah. 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 But you don't even need, even need to, it need it to untap. Yeah, yeah you just, yeah. like, just, just like minus him and he's scrambled. But uh yeah, no, this one you need to untap, but like but at, at the same time, at least you have common cards that can destroy that card. You have shatter and you have Naturalize Yeah. That can destroy that card. So that's all I'll say.
1: Yeah, the Immortal Stone I haven't played with or against so far. It is a Mythic, so you don't see it that often. I've played with it twice. Oh, that's that's <laughs> i played with Tetsamok twice. yeah the time it was the same deck. So that's Tetsamok, <laughs> best rare in the set. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He's a card that you see an awful lot. Yeah, because he's a rare, not a Mythic. He's a rare. Your opponent even gets to show you that. Great. Uh, Great. They have it, yeah He did take turns. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's why you sideboard in your Hornswoggle.
1: Yeah, your Hornswoggle, your uh, Lucas Dispersal, your yeah. three mana Totsies. What is that card called? Dark Inquiry. Dark Inquiry. Um, I, yeah. have,
0: I have indeed seen that side of him. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what you have to do. You though. have to
1: do some pretty desperate stuff <laughs> yeah. to try and have a chance of winning against yes, this card. You certainly do. It's absurd. That card's absurd. The The Phoenix is a mythic. That card's fairly Early unbeatable it. as well. Yeah, that's true. At rare, you have Shoot Dryad. Which is just uh, just outrageous, honestly. Like this, yeah. a, this, this is a, that card's actually more offensive to me than the than Tetsumok because at yeah. least it's a dragon set. There should be, or sorry, dinosaur set. There should be these big ridiculous like rare dragons or whatever yeah. that you're like, oh my god, this effect is insane. This is cool. This, this is, is just a, this is just a, a green rare that like just happens to just be <laughs> like you literally like if you like I've lost. I actually did lose the game once after I cast this card. Yeah. And it made me want to quit magic forever. <laughs> but it, it was because my opponent was able to make two golems every turn with that flip land. Oh my god, oh, yeah. which is also an insane bonus. And
2: it's bonkers as well. He um, make him
1: two every turn because he was able to untap his land. But you are making two thing.
2: triads every turn, you can
0: just block them forever. Yeah, but I can't win, yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, but he then, keeps them, Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um,
1: yeah, that card, like Tender shoot Dryad, is, is one of the most obnoxious cards I've played against in a draft format. It, yeah. like, uh, you drop it on turn five, and if you have, like, what, one or two other creatures, you get a send when you untap on your next turn, because, yeah. because it's three yeah. permanents at that point. Yeah. Uh, and then you're just dealing with two, three, threes every turn cycle. But I will say, again,
0: there's a common, well, there's several commons that deal with it rel- relatively cleanly. Like, there's obviously Luna Spawns is not ideal, but uh, <laughs> there's yeah. moments, moments of craving. Yes. And there's Impale. Obviously, if you Impale it, they're st- they've still gotten at least one Saperling out of it. But like... Yeah.
1: and you're Well, I mean, you're just not going to cast this card when your opponent has mana up if you can avoid it. Yeah, well.
0: of course. Yeah, of course.
1: Um, but again, you leave behind a couple of 1-1s. That's not a big deal. But if it lasts for more than one turn cycle, yeah. it's really, really hard to beat.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the only card in the set, as far as I know, that answers it cleanly is Golden Demise. Yeah. Which will just totally wipe, wipe everything. Mm-hmm. So... That's a pretty good one. That card is, was probably slightly underrated at the start, I think, yeah, by most people as I, again, well. again,
0: because you can slightly increase the amount of times that you will have the good, the, yeah. the amazing side of it, yeah. which yeah. is where they all their creatures die and none of yours mm. die.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, just one other thing I wanted to say about the draft format. I feel like in Ixalan, it was like almost scary how early you had to just like commit to a color combination and just go with it and just yeah. hope that you were in the right place. Like, there were very few actual choices when you draft a triple x lan you just you just sat in your seat and you just you just hoped you you guessed right basically in your first two picks yeah uh this format isn't really like that in draft
0: yeah
1: um i at first i thought it was i thought it was basically the same but as i've drafted it more and more i've realized the tribal synergies aren't all that important for the most part obviously Mm -hmm. if you get one of the lords the vampire lord or the or the merfolk lord uh it becomes much much more important to just jam as many copies as you can in your deck um, or you know like you have the vampire rare where you get to draw a bunch of cards or whatever mm-hmm. but for, but you can pivot which mm-hmm. you could you which you couldn't do in x-land i've like had drafts where i've actually been five five cards into a color uh like at the end of pack one and then just switched in pack, two. In pack two yeah and i was like wow this has i haven't been able to do this for six months or something yeah. like that you know yeah exactly the same yeah. thing
0: uh with me i was like Drafting, uh, I had a lot of white at the end of pack one, and I had like three decent red cards. And I was like, okay, maybe this white red aggressive deck is coming together. I had the uncommon, I had like uh, bombard, and I think I might have had um, the swaggering corsair. It's like raid mm-hmm. uh, comes in with a counter, so it's oh, a three yeah. three. Yeah. And then I might have had also. What else did I have? I think I had the maybe the uncommon guy that gets double strike if you if you ascend. Great. A so, um, so swashbuckler or something. Yeah, something. swashbuckler, swashbuckler yeah. yeah. Um, I think, yeah, that's what I had. And then pack two, I opened Tetsamok and I was like, <laughs> we're just black now. Yeah, yeah, white or red can go away on, yeah. on white, black, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, you can't do that. You couldn't do that in Nixelon at all.
0: No.
1: Um, you still get payoffs, like, you will still get the gold cards quite late in pack two and stuff like that if you go into murfolk or you go into vampires or whatever yeah. um so there, there are still payoffs for doing it but just <clears throat> the draft is a lot more open now you can play decks that are a lot more just generically good you don't have to lean on synergy so much um and i, do, I wanted to mention the two color combinations that were unplayable in triple X Land as well black green and blue white um just to say where i feel those are black green i don't really know about i feel like it's you're gonna play it maybe slightly more than you did in Triple but I think you will much. because, like,
0: no, I think people still aren't aren't interested in it. So you just get like, and if anybody, if there's any jungle creepers open, you're just getting them. Yeah,
1: it's yeah, just a black yeah. green
0: uncommon. You get them. I mean, I'm not, I'm not all that excited
1: about jungle creeper. You know, no,
0: but I'm saying that you're gonna get them. So yeah, you'll get like them. Like if you if your first few picks are good, really good black and green cards, and then one of those comes to you, you're gonna be like, okay, well. Yeah, um, now that's you what I'm playing. And you yeah. can also another good thing is that um, sorry, just not to uh, interrupt your point about the, those particular color combinations. But you there's also the the five jewel lands and traveler's amulet and evolving wilds in the yes. set. So you can also splash colors, and you don't have to be in green. I think to splash colors, you can be in whatever color combination you want. Yeah,
1: green doesn't really get much in the way of splashing um, there's, again there's the very, format's fast yeah there's very little I would actually
0: splash in this set yeah Um, the, like well yeah, like if I, you if you like if you're in if you're drafting that black green deck and then pack two like let's say you picked up an Evolving Wilds or a Traveler's Amular or something at the end of the pack and then pack two you open a Vona you're, you're, or sorry pack three you open a Vona yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you'll you're gonna pick it like, yeah so.
2: of
1: course yeah yeah but it has to be like a crazy bomb you can't really splash sort of like
0: no you're not going to splash like. you
1: can't splash cards, cards that are you know at the level that you would consider splashing in, in other formats it's just it's just too fast yeah uh, and just taking taking a turn off by playing an evolving wilds or whatever yeah. or especially Traveler's Amulet especially is very I mean it's slow if you have to crack it yeah obviously it's fine if you can just leave it on the battlefield yeah um Yeah, I don't know. And then, uh, yeah, so, yeah, splashing, generally avoid it, to be honest, just try You You should have more than enough playables in the set just to be two colours as well. It's very, very rare. Uh, you don't have enough playables in my or opinion like
0: the last format again
1: yeah. yeah exactly and you really feel the difference when you open that third pack of Xlan and you just go oh god yeah, I yeah, forgot the, like, yes. <laughs> the
0: packs are garbage after like three picks yeah, yeah. you're like oh, I guess I'll take this terrible card
1: yeah you go alright I'll, take, all right, I'll take, a, take a crushing canopy yeah, I'll take a basic pick, <laughs> take you know. a basic land no problem yeah uh, and then blue-white just to mention the other com- colour combination I think this is one of the best colour combinations in the format now Yeah. out of nowhere I was totally unconvinced by this when I was told this at the draft camp uh, and I went how is that possible no way uh, turns out it just is yeah. like white and blue just both have like it. they just pair really really well together you end up with a bunch of flyers uh, the the blue white uncommon which is resplendent griffin is that what it's called something griffin yeah something griffin I don't know uh, it's it's one bird blue- griffin <laughs> yeah it's a one and a blue and a white for a two two flyer uh, if you have a send whenever it attacks you put a one plus one plus one counter on it card is absolutely great uh, it was going very late in the first few drafts I did and now I'm not really seeing it late yeah. at all. Uh, if you see it like sixth pick, and you're in one of those colors, you should probably consider just going into blue white. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the color combination is just great. It it usually has like a minor ascend theme, gets ascend really fast. Snowborn Sentry is excellent in this deck. Mm-hmm. Sky-, Sky Marcher Aspirant is great in this deck. Uh, this is probably a deck you play Secrets of the Golden City in and be pretty happy about it. Um, you're
0: leaning on white for you know Wait, removal. I think Sky Marcher Aspirant is that the black guy? Or sorry, what's? I think the... it's Exult, exalted sky marcher.
1: No, I'm talking about the the one drop. Oh,
0: sorry, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, the two one, the two yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Sky sky you're absolutely Hasbro. right. Yeah, yeah, that is sky marcher.
1: Hasbro. Um, so yeah, and, and yeah, I, ju- I just think this color combination is actually really good. And if you're playing at your local shop and people are just getting into their first drafts now and they haven't been drafting like a psychopath for a week like no. I have, uh, people probably will be sleeping on this for a little while. and yeah. You'll probably crush some drafts if you can play it.
0: Sweet. Yeah. Any other color combinations that you would be your go-to before we kind of move off this? Blue-red. Blue-red. Blue-red's excellent. It's also, I think, not a color combination
1: people gravitate towards naturally in this set mm-hmm. because you think like, oh, I have to have some sort of pirate themes. I'm not really getting that. You just put all the good blue and red cards in your deck. That's yeah. all you need to do. And the colors are just so deep that you can like easily 3-hour draft without any rares in your deck mm-hmm. You know, with this color mm-hmm. combination. It's great.
0: Sweet. Yeah. All right, um, so that'll that'll wrap up our limited impressions of Rivals of Ixland for this week. Uh, we, I'm sure we'll have more next week after you come back from the GP. You're going to give us a report. Yeah, report. yeah, it's, yeah. Um, and obviously it's going to be a report of you winning the GP. Yeah, I'll, I'll suddenly think.
1: love sealed and sealed yeah. in this format. <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully I'll open a pool so good that I immediately call a judge to confirm that I'm not cheating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah I don't know, we'll see how it goes i'm really looking forward to it it's my first gp yeah exactly. uh, if i scrub out like, i get to play sealed again on sunday the ptq yeah. is sealed i don't know why they've I, I really like this we were saying it was confusing yeah. when when it was uh the opposite you know when it was constructed at limited gps yeah. for the ptq but i had that in my head so i was like great i can bring a standard deck and i'm confident with, mm-hmm. with that even if i scrub out a Limited, but now I'm like, God, if I scrub out of Sealed, I just have to play Sealed again the yeah, next day. Yeah, yeah, it is kind cool. of important. I'm and yeah. pay £45 for my trouble for a oh down to the PTQ. Oh, God. Yeah. But yeah, there me side events and
2: stuff, so you'll be able to do... Yeah, yeah, for sure, I'll yeah. do
1: side events. I'll just probably just jam drafts all weekend. or yeah. Well, actually, I'll probably try to get planes, Walker points, so I'll probably yeah. play some Constructed or something like yeah, that. Yeah, sure.
2: So this yeah. added out, almost, almost crushed out. The side event yeah, yeah definitely yeah, side yeah. events are good like, yeah, I, like well I,
0: I don't know what the payout in terms of tickets is at cfb uh, cfb it's GPs, very but, yeah people know. have
1: been complaining about it
0: There's yeah i think i think week. as the as the season develops and we see what is the reality of cfb gps that's a lot of acronyms <laughs> mm-hmm. channel fireball grand prix um channel fireball exclusive grand prix um already to me it feels negative but i suppose that's something that we're, we're going to have to come back to as it goes along, because we have to give them a chance to take time for feedback and blah, blah blah blah. But so far, they're expensive. You don't get a play mat. Yeah. Side events don't award as many points. Yeah. This monopoly does not seem like a good plan, lads. Uh. <laughs>
1: no, I mean, I mean, ideologically, I'm just completely opposed to it. Obviously, I think mm-hmm. most people should be. I don't know why anyone would be happy about. Yeah. Any industry there being a monopoly.
0: Um, well, I mean, yeah. I, like I can imagine wizards are happy with it because it, it provides a certain level of. Um, what's the word, the phrase I'm searching
2: for? Consistency.
0: That's the one, yeah. Well, Consistency of experience, yeah. Because yes. there was a lot of reports before about, you would always see these things of like, this GP was terrible. I hate when GPs are organised by this TO. Yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. blah. This TO is amazing. Yeah. I love, I go to all their GPs, but it's like, GPs are an experience offered by Wizards of the Coast. They want them all to be the same. Yeah. So I can understand the attraction for them of working with a single partner. But, in this case, I think... And I mean, whatever. Magic is a small... In the grand scheme of things, it's a very small thing. Mm -hmm. If there's a monopoly in this tiny game that we play... I know it's a big game and people play it all over the world, but if there was a monopoly in this, maybe it's like the the least harmful monopoly in the world. But... Yeah, it still sucks but it does suck and yeah, yeah we, we've yet we've yet to see the full effects I think as it goes mm. further into the season I think we'll, we'll probably revisit this topic
1: I'm amazed they've already decided to get scabby with it like if you have just such a golden egg of like getting handed this by wizards don't you wait a year or two and just, just behave <laughs> maybe you know? the think
0: it's going to get taken off them and they're yeah, just gonna yeah. milk it as much as they can yeah. <laughs> milk
2: this golden egg yeah exactly <laughs> like I would be like yeah, it okay, makes your metaphors I'd
1: be like okay for the first year obviously they have operational a lot of more operational costs now they're running a lot more events, so yeah, fair enough,
0: that's true. Uh, but like you know, they're, like, they're obviously going to try and get up and running in different um territories that, yes, they, did, that yeah. they weren't before, so yeah.
1: But like, I would have tried to minimize the the, <clears throat> the price raising and you know, like, especially giving out prizes. Come on, like, it's channel mm-hmm. fireball. Like, mm-hmm. are they really running out of stock? They are
0: rich, yeah. <laughs> they have lots of cards and money,
1: yeah. So, I don't know, we'll see how it goes anyway. But thumbs down from us for the yeah, moment, so far,
0: yeah. You can tell us how you feel more after you come back from actually experiencing one of their GPS. Well, I mean, even
1: before I go, if yeah. I like, if I enter the main event and the PTQ, I've paid £110 pounds to enter two sealed tournaments. Yeah. So, like... It's not the best. No. Anyway.
0: Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. When so you win, you really, yeah, like, yeah, it'll be worth it. You know, are great. They gave me all this money. Yeah. Um, okay, so that kind of uh, comprised our tournament report. Our tournament report was lumped in there yes. with all that stuff. Um. Because... That was the accumulation of many tournaments. So, we're going to move on to our deck of the week, which this week is standard Bogles. B- Bogles. Uh, I, I, boggles is the <clears throat> correct pronunciation, but I, Bogles sounds Bogles. better. Yeah, Bogles sounds and more annoying. The, yeah, yeah. It, it does. So, this is a white-blue Auras deck uh, that was, I guess, pioneered by Jim Davis?
2: Yeah, so uh, this is Jim Davis in the classic. So, he was playing, he's, yeah, he's playing a really sweet... Uh, um, all the brand approach deck in mm-hmm. the main event at the CSG yeah. uh, in Dallas over the weekend. And the, the team trio was constructed. Didn't, but, um, didn't they too? He blamed, did they do Yes, he, and he blamed his team. Yeah, it was God yeah. damn it! Because yeah. uh, like, it was, it was like his deck was all everyone was talking about all day Saturday. It was like this is the deck, and then uh, so I think mm-hmm. when I when I was looking at the results from the actual, when I was on the topic from the on on, on the Sunday, it's like oh Jim Davis is, isn't there. Then I saw his name in the uh, in, in, in in the like I think game second in the uh, classic uh, um, I don't think he was second it was, he the top 8 I he was, yeah, he was, yeah in the top 8 of it's classic his name third, like third, third. so he yeah. came third in the, in the classic I'm like oh great you know, David uh, did well in another, another event by himself with a sweet deck and I was like oh why why isn't there no uh, why, you know, why is there no, no, no green in, in this colour combination yep. I clicked on the deck I'm like what the hell is this absolute abomination <laughs> but, uh, I've, I've, been playing on, I've been playing a lot of standard over the last few days and this deck is everywhere online really because it, it, it's relatively cheap like, like yeah it is um, Yeah, if we look at the online so it's 50 quid Yeah. So... Yeah, that's so. even
1: that's more expensive than I thought it would be to be honest. Yeah, I'd, I'd
2: say it was like probably cheaper. <laughs> like it started a week. It's yeah. like ninety percent the lands. Yeah, yeah, and three legions landing. It's twenty lands, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, twenty
0: yeah. lands. Yeah, so most of the most of the price is
2: glacial. Fortress, the four glacial, land. glacial mm. fortress the three irrigated farmland, and three legions landing. That's a good investment. Yeah. So you basically and also get yeah. two authority of the consoles consuls <laughs> yeah. <and> the cyborg <laughs> So I suppose kind of broadly speaking, this is the deck that is you know, we're, we're kind of we're kind of boggles boggles because it plays like creatures that are difficult to deal with, like um. There's the Adorn Dornpenser and uh, slippery Vanguard, um, huh? what's called Lando Vanguard. Lando Vanguard. Vanguard, yeah. It's basically slippery, slippery bogus. Yeah. Uh, So, so it's it's because these are difficult creatures to deal with, and um, you just slap wars onto them, uh, and and it's get in with like, you know, your curve of one to three.
0: If we're looking for slippery creatures, is there any chance of putting slippery scoundrel in this deck, <laughs> which is the three mana two two pirate from Lan? Which has ascend, and if you have City's blessing, it has hexproof and unblockable.
2: Holy shit! What color? What color is that? Blue. It's blue. Blue. Yeah. Um, so it's two and absolutely, blue. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause like, it's like a lot, of, lot of, this does have because you're playing so many. Uh, like, that, that was a loud uh, explanation, of my part. Sorry, I've got out Because <laughs> uh, you, you get ascend pretty quickly with this, uh, especially when you're like you're really play Even though you're already playing three lands, four lands. Yeah,
0: uh, you have stuff like Legion's Landing that yeah. that. Um, you know, provides two permanents for, for one card yeah. and also you have stuff like Baffling End which is a removal spell but it's also uh, permanent
2: yeah. and now you have SRAM Stram, uh what's his name? Sram something? Senior, Senior, edificer, Senior editor. So, certain, like, he's, yeah. he's the engine of this deck, uh, which I never in a million years thought Sram would ever be the engine of a deck. That, so you know, uh, Cheerios, that was yeah, I mean, a standard deck, like. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And uh, it's like... He already
0: was. There was, like, some against the odds decks or, or yeah, um, budget magic
2: decks. <laughs> real or standard deck. Well, maybe this isn't a real deck. This is deck. not a real standard Hopefully deck. <laughs> this will not be a real standard deck. Um, I mean,
0: it seems very easy to defeat by, like... There, there's... There's reasonable rats in standard. Deck, yeah, like yeah. This and we have, we have um, Golden Demise, Golden we, Mized, have, yeah. uh, we have yeah. Yehenny's Expertise, we have Watu's Last Reckoning, if worse comes to worse. Yeah. Um, obviously, Pre-cursion. this does have some of the tools to beat those decks because it's, yeah. it's, it's blue, so you, you, know, you have yeah. a negate or yeah. whatever in the spell pierce. Spe- This is a spell pierce spell, deck. Spell right? spell pierce yeah. deck. Yeah. Well, it has two spell pierce for a negate, so I don't know. Hmm. You could reverse those numbers if you wanted. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's the core of the deck is uh, cheap, efficient creatures, put some pants on them. Yeah. Swing in there. Draw some cards. "Quote yeah. unquote efficient creatures." Are they? Are they efficient? I mean, One mana 2 one yep. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sure. Two mana one ones. Yeah. Right. So there you know. Adorn Adorned pouncer. Yeah. yeah. And Adanta Mangler. Yeah.
1: Oh, Adorned
0: pouncer with a curious obsession as well. Draw that some cards. It. Yeah. Oh, that sounds. That's so sick. Great. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, also has cartouche of solidarity and cartouche of knowledge, so you can yeah. put some
2: flying pants on them. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, I find I against the seconds, you kind of. I, I suppose because under underdura there, are, there are protection spells. Like I think has so the plays dive down and do want to make it indestructible. Scry one, sheltering light. Yeah, light. So it's like it has that kind of has its counter spells. Um, yeah, and so it's like I suppose you do want to kill every. It, it, even though it's tempting to wait until they play a or onto a creature before you kill it, um, like I, I think you just have to one for one when you want out when you can. Like in fact. Um Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. if you can play bounce spells it's pretty good like I think Expel from Araska is probably standard playable mm-hmm. seems like it would be yeah. pretty busted well against this deck yeah
0: yeah, like yeah are there not better like bounce spells
1: uh, I don't think so
2: are there it um, was like unsubstantiated memory. Mm. it's memory unsubstantiated is gone, That's right? gone yeah. oh is it yeah
0: yeah um, I think Expel from Araska is really good consigned to oblivion yeah but obviously you have to be in blue black well, you don't have to be but yeah, yeah. then yeah. Expel better. from Araska is better yeah, yeah, it's pretty good, I suppose. Yeah, I feel like there's good. another uh, Paris voyage is probably better against this deck because everything is under two mana. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: That's... I think the ascend on Expel from Araska is just like way better though, isn't
0: it? Yeah, maybe. Like
1: as, like like if you're gonna put, put it, in it on your top deck, of the
0: library or Scry too.
1: Yeah, but like if you're gonna put a card in your deck, it has to be for more than against just this deck, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I think Expel Expel is just like a better card overall, like a way better card.
0: But like. Is it put like yeah. putting a card on top of their library just to them a draw? Yeah, is that, it's
1: two mana removal.
0: Was that better than Scry two in your own deck? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think so. <laughs> all, right. Yeah. all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot. I think I just feel like there's a lot of cards in this format that you just don't get away with just bouncing them. Do you know what I mean?
2: Mm.
0: No, that's true. So yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. you're playing a bounce spell, it's probably against this deck. Yeah, it's against this yeah. deck, or I don't know. it's probably other decks. It's like a niche thing yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, does Paras Voyage say Creatures or Non-Land because Explanation from Araska says Non-Land Permanence right
1: yeah I'm not really sure I'm not honest. sure either I know
0: Consign to Oblivion is Non-Land Permanence yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, they should put Capsize in the format That's a oh
0: yeah <laughs> what's that card I don't
1: it's know a, it's a 3 mana blue uh, bounce any permanent with a buyback of 4 oh that seems insane yeah it's pretty yeah. good Big, great card Popper Paris. Popper All-Star yeah yep. blue black control finisher you just Slowly bounce all their lines. <laughs> all right, so she was solving more twelve.
0: Yeah, um, let me just go with the magic armor. Yeah, um, yeah. no. Okay, so that's so that's our deck for this week. Um, are any of us going to play this deck? No, we we're wrong. You're, you're going to play against it. I've played
2: against it a lot already, and it's it's very it's very. Not, it's very this against, deck. Yeah, I might play against it. Yeah, I like
1: how you even approach this. as like it's our deck of the week, but it's the enemy. It's like yeah. we don't. know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well I wouldn't do
2: mixes, but yeah, it's, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah it, <laughs> I one. think it's very always very funny in podcasts when you listen to people talk about decks and whether they say when they're talking about hypothetical situations with decks and whether they say that, like, they have the card, yeah, know, exactly. have that, yeah, yeah. or we have the card. Yeah. yeah, It shows what people... Even if they agree, like, this is a powerful card, they're like, I don't like this type of card, so I'm not going to play with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah I can yeah, tell a lot about all the different turns this, um, this this deck has, but I can't tell you anything made for opening hands, because sure, I've yeah. never seen them. yeah. What is keepable and what is not. <laughs> I don't, like, Curious drop two and a one-drop. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um alright so I think that's going to do it for us this week uh, you can find us on iTunes you can find us on any good podcast app uh, you can hit us up on Twitter if you want to ask us a question yeah. at Skullcrack mm-hmm. you can send us an email Skullcrackpodcastgmail.com. thanks to Barry Cannon for our theme music you can find his stuff in our show notes and uh, thanks for tuning in see you next week bye bye see ya
2: D&D character sheets ready? We do. You have a big bag of dice in front of us? Yes. A big bag of cans in our imagination? Um, no, we have the big bag of cans in real life. Alright. <laughs> Alright, so now it's time for episode two of Crackling Doom. On our previous <laughs> yeah. episode, our heroes Espertron and Jess Guy arrived at the town of Feck to meet with an elf named Berion who works for an organization called the White Shield. Mm. Uh, he, used, You two mm. were hired to root out um, uh, the source of some cult activity. Um, we went to meet Berrien in a tavern called the Slaughtered Lamb, but he was not there, so we were forced to have an awkward conversation with each other. You uh, ordered some cans. Well, mm-hmm. Jess and I ordered some cans, and yeah. um, the cans were received, and that's where our adventure ended. So you, are you, both now sitting in this bar, Um so so was a way to a walk back and forth, there is a group of uh, this group of half orcs sitting beside you playing dice. There is uh, some burly men sitting at the bar, drinking deeply and, and silently to themselves. Uh, there is there is a dragonborn bard playing a harp in the corner of the bar, playing mm. some kind of sweet uh, video game theme music.s um, And <laughs> yeah. um, so you have yes, yeah, I so and you you just have been talking to the waiter who served you uh, who served yeah. just your hands, uh, and they alluded to a, a cult called the cult, the cult of Crackling Doom, who worship the mighty Crackus, and it's possible that they're getting ready for some kind of big ceremony tonight. What they're calling the session to end all sessions. Oh mm-hmm. my god! So your rendezvous variant so has not arrived. So maybe to start thinking why you. Are gonna we do. sure about that? Yes. Well, we, we don't yeah. see him here. You know, you don't see him here. Yeah. So you, you, so enough time has now passed that you would expect him to arrive by right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got to start. He's ruining the whole sesh. Mm. That's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna look around the
1: bar and see if I see any suspicious or nervous looking individuals. Sure. Yes. Yeah, so roll a perception check.
2: Ooh. I rolled a thirteen. All right, so you, you notice that there is a cloaked figure sitting in the corner of the bar smoking like a pipe, um, sitting in the themselves, But that's all you really get out of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but there, there there are plenty of other people kind of sitting around, walking around. Uh, this one person's sounds to you, however.
1: I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna having drained my first can of uh, Galahad or whatever I was
2: drinking. <laughs> so this 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 can you you purchased at the bar? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I'm gonna gonna get rid of one so slightly smaller bag of cans now. I'm right. going to uh, I'm going to aim it at his head and attempt to uh, to throw it, and uh, <laughs> okay. I'll actually try. I'll try and knock the pipe out of his hand.
2: Sure. Yeah. So you r- roll a strange throw here.
1: Okay. Can I roll uh, dexterity? Oh, that, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I uh, rolled a six. <laughs>
2: Great. All right. So the can soars across the room and strikes one of the half orc. Dice players at the back of the head. He turns around and growls angrily at you and points at you. Two of companion, his companions stand up and they walk towards you. One of them grunts in a deep voice. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll point at my companion,
2: Espertron and say nothing. <laughs> okay. Espertron. Uh, what languages do you speak? I
0: speak uh, Common. Yes. Not so common. Yes. Java. Unix. C++ and Python. Okay. So uh, you recognise these are speaking not so common. Oh, okay. So I'll stand up and then in, uh, to my full, very impressive height with he, my, he's a, judge he's a, and my judge cowl and my robes. Yes. And uh, I will adopt my, my judgment face, which is basically just no expression. Yeah. And uh, I will say in a very commanding, not so common voice, not so common language, uh, I'll tell the orcs to, uh, to leave us
2: alone. Yes, yeah, a right, so a tribulation check. check yeah. Okay. Um, ooh, ooh. Natural twenty. So as, just as you begin speaking, the the orcs suddenly get a, a look of fear, and as, as they, it seems <coughs> like they realise something that you may not have, have realised yet. They before you even start speaking, they turn and they leg it out of the bar uh, without paying any more, without paying anyone else any more mind. After they leave, uh, the waiter comes back and was like, "Oh, what did you say to those lads? Say they didn't even pay." Uh, I'll I'll tell him to
0: wait a moment. Yes. And I'll turn to my companion Jess guy mm-hmm. and tell him not to be so rude to fellow patrons, simply looking to have a, a quiet evening after their hard day of work. I'll uh, I'll nod
1: convincingly, but I'm going to look on the table to see if the dice players left any uh, you know wa- wagers behind. On yeah, so the, on
2: the <laughs> they're, they're, they they have left his big pile of dice on the table, uh, and mm-hmm. there are, are three stacks of copper coins. And right, I'm going to take um, the take the yeah. copper coins, and I will give. Some I'll give a tip to the waiter, and and, and the waiter uh, graciously accepts your tips. tips yeah. And, and the waiter then asks, "Would you also like another drink?" Uh, how are we doing on this big bag of cans, Espertron, What do you think? Well,
0: as I as I mentioned uh, last episode. Oh yes, I will. I'm abstaining because I'm in official white shield capacity. So, uh, okay. But you don't know, you, you don't work for them yet. Well, I'm a judge, full time judge. Sure, so, sure. All right. Love no, it. I'm probably no, okay right. We don't, uh, we
1: don't mm. encourage binge drinking okay. So I'll stick with okay. the, one, the one big bag of cans
2: sure. So after, so the waiter walks away And then the strange figure You initially aimed the can at Strides over And this, this figure walks Almost as if gliding um, Mysteriously towards you And then the, 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 the hood, hooded figure says in a, in a deep, mysterious voice That I'm going to try and do And uh, it says Oh, you two strangers I, I heard one of you mentioned the name Berrien. What What is your association with this man? I
0: didn't
2: mention the name Barry. Yes, uh, <laughs> I'm. I'm at. That's yeah, yeah, I'm at. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I wanted
1: to be awkward. I'm going to. So I'm gonna. I'm going to. Um, roll. Can I? Can I? Can I make an insight check and yes. see? Uh, see if I think this guy is trustworthy. Yeah. Okay. I rolled a uh, nine. Right, no, so sorry. I rolled a. Uh, and. Do I have plus eight inside? Yeah, I rolled an eighteen. Yes. Okay. Class. Nice. You should have. oh you do. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
2: so, so we, you should, so first of all, you realise this figure is an elf, but even though he's very annoyed, So those, those, um, the 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 subtle hints of an elf feature of the piece, uh. um, and 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 this person may or may not. this person certainly has some kind of association with Barian, but not quite the wonder. heading on. Okay. But there is something. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's there, but uh, so okay. he so, so again he asks, so what what do you know about this Barion? Who, who what brings you here? I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna try and give him the secret handshake
1: of the white shield. Oh yes,
2: give right, that. will be dexterity roll.
1: Okay, here we go. It's better than the last one. Hopefully, uh, it is a twelve. How come I have minus four dexterity when I have eighteen? What is going on there? Should this be plus four? Yes. Okay, uh, so I get a sixteen.
2: <laughs> uh, so you. <laughs> uh, you, you, you floss the uh, uh, carry out the secret handshake of the white shield, and yes. I, he reciprocates. He says, "Ah, yes." Well, hold well, well, on, what is the secret handshake? That's not going to be great radio, is it? It's but not. It's, it's yeah. uh, uh, like, a uh, special like like that film with okay. two of a kind uh, All right, all yeah, right. is that what it was? Sounds good. No, me. the parent trap. Anyway, okay. that one. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so the vicar sits down beside you and says, "Oh, so you, you, you both know what's going on here? Well, all I know is every single person in this bar is a member of the of the." Of crackling doom, the cult of crackling doom. <laughs> of the cult of crackling doom. Uh, we have to do whatever we can to try and prevent this thing occurring tonight. What well, I, what well, well, all we know is that it's something big that's been planning for a long time. And there's, 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 there seems to be no head of this organisation. There's no directions where they're going to go. I don't know what we're going to do. So, oh, is that a big bag of hands you have there? I, uh, says, <laughs> I, I, uh, I clutch my big bag of cans protectively. Look, <laughs> oh I, I, I would really enjoy one of your cans. Right, I'll, I will uh, insist. I'll, g- I'll give him a can. Okay, so he, he cracks up. I I like... take,
1: I'm going to give him the dented one.
2: Okay, the one that doesn't stand up. He, yeah, he picks yeah. up the dented can and then he, he, he takes it. He, he slightly reaches and takes another can and hands it to Espertron and says, Would you also like a drink? I'll decline politely. Well, I must insist. You're here. Well, Stranger, I find it very
0: disconcerting that you're forcing somebody into taking alcohol.
2: <laughs> Drinkaware.ie. Exactly. Well, yeah. well so, uh, so, uh, so the Stranger says, well, then I'll have to drink myself. And he, he takes a big drink, a big uh, soap of the can, and then he's both suddenly black out. <sighs> Feel a big oh, smack in the back of your head. You black out. All right, so he's both wake up. Much, many, much time has passed. You both wake up in the clearing in a forest. He's both, despite the fact that Espritron did not drink, you both oh. have pounding hangovers this is, like, this is like one of those Northern Irish Road Safety Authority <laughs> ads so looking around the sun is bright in your eyes uh, you feel the haze of, 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 of many drinks being drank upon you uh, some small bits have come back from your memory of what happened last night es- Espertron, although insisting he wouldn't drink does have a recollection of himself drinking very heavily which he <laughs> swore would not happen seems so um, unlike me. so yeah. the, the next thing you notice that your clothes have been switched you switch, shoes are now wearing you're lying on the ground wearing red robes with skulls in the front, you're you surrounded by a big pool. There's the the grass is drenched in blood. You notice there is a, in this empty clearing. There is a an altar also covered in blood with lots of crack bottles and cans all around the ground. All around the ground. Oh, no. As this hangover this, this consumes your body and your mind, you realize the mighty the the, the session to end all sessions has happened, and you have taken part, but you have no recollection of what happened oh, or where you are God. now to be continued.